Listening to the Lit and Lucid podcast brought to you by Steve's Goods and Yuhu Brand. Here's your host, Lucy and Jared. Welcome, everybody, to the Lit and Lucid podcast. We are here recording another episode of the show. Today, we have a special guest on. His name is Treas Jarrells. He is from Sanford, Florida. He is also a CSU alumni and played football for the CSU Fort Collins football team. He is also a very proud cannabis user. So we're gonna little learn a little bit more about his consumption use and kind of how he's moved into his career path now that he's ended his football career. He is the co-founder of Canna Endorsers. Uh, they specialize in influencer marketing and consulting in the industry, as well as MMJ for athletes. It is a lifestyle brand focused on educating sports organizations on the benefits of using cannabinoids and the downsides of prescription medication. So I really want to dive into that topic today to kind of, you know, discuss and learn from somebody who is, you know, an athlete and has been using cannabis and kind of what that looks like for you. Right. No, definitely. First and foremost, I want to thank Lucy and Jared for having me on. Uh, It's an honor for sure. But uh, yeah, for for me, um, came about because of what was you know what's happening in the sports industry right now um, a lot of people when they think of football high-impact sports um, and, and CTE and opioid epidemic they think of professional athletes right out of the gate um, but you know in reality there's more colleges throughout the United States than there are professional teams and you know college athletes go through the same thing that professionals go through so for me, it was, you know, I grew up, you know, my, my stepfather got hooked on opioids. So I saw what opioids can do for you, do, do to you over a long period of time. So for me, it was, you know, I didn't want to fall in that trap. I didn't want to, you know, get hooked on the, the prescription medication. So cannabis has always been, you know, my medicine, um, you know, because I'm an athlete, you know, I don't, I don't like to uh, promote other athletes to smoke. Um, but, you know, I'm open with how I utilize, you know, the plant, you know, why I, why I played at Colorado State. You know, I would smoke before practices. Um, in games, obviously, I didn't smoke. I had edibles. I would take Rice Krispie treats on the plane. We flew private, so didn't really have to worry about TSA or any of that. Um, so it made it easy for me to, you know, have access to my medicine. Um, so, you know, like I tell everybody, story of my life, um, we played Boston College. Uh, at Boston College, and it was the first quarter. I sprained my LCL, came off the sideline. I was done. I couldn't do, like, I couldn't plant. As a running back, if you can't plant, you're done. If you can't cut, you're done. Uh, So we went in halftime, and the team doctor was like, hey, we can get you back on the field. You know, me, um, this is my life is what I do. Um, You know, I don't play football for fun. I come from Sanford, Florida, uh, you know, low-income housing, so this is everything to me. So, of course, if I can get back on the field, um, I'm all in. Uh, he ended up shooting me with a, with a shot. I got a, a, a total shot. Um, I, I didn't, he, didn't give me, he didn't tell me any side effects, you know, what's, you know what, what, what it does in the short term. All, he, all I knew is I can get back on the field. So I took the shot, and uh, I came back out, and I, I rushed for 100 yards and a touchdown. Um, 
But, you know, with, without that, I wouldn't have been able to play. If I had access to cannabis and I would have, you know, took a capsule or edible, um, it would have alleviated some of the pain, but I definitely wouldn't be been able to go back out there and, and, and play in the game. To me, that's a performance enhancer. Um, you know, the, the drugs that they're giving athletes today, um, you know, a, a guy can be basically out of the game, but still be able to play because of what they're, what they're giving. That's crazy. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah. And, yeah. and the steps they take. And I, I do love that you touched on, on the college athletes and how there's not enough attention focused on them. And, you know, a lot of the attention right. gets put on the, you know, the professional sports. And I mean, everything from, you know, professional athletes getting paid to now nobody, right. nobody talks about the medical aspect of it. The CTE, you mentioned that. Nobody right. talks about that until they get to the NFL and the NFL right. careers, careers room. They don't talk about a sophomore that just ended his career, you know, mm-hmm. just right. during the middle of a game in, in NCAA. Right. So I, I love already the fact, I love that the fact that you're bringing light to that and that it's a very important subject that I don't think gets enough attention. No, d- d- definitely. And, you know, that's why, you know, I do what I do. Um, you know, it starts earlier than, than college, you know, high school. You have kids like Zach Easter who, never made it to the the collegiate level he was a high school football player who committed suicide um and he wrote in his diary he felt the effects um the 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 side effects of cte but you know because of where we are now with technology um you can't really detect cte in a living being um so once he passed away his you know they donated his brain and come to find out he had cte so it, it it it's showing up you know, now that more and more studies have been done and it's more attention um, on that subject, you know, it, it's showing up early as, you know, high school athletes, you know, having stages of CTE. Absolutely. Yeah. And so what are you seeing a lot of people are doing for this? Is it all prescription pills and like alcohol or like what are people doing to deal with these issues? I mean, for, for the, the CTE side of it, or... Well, just like in general, for like, you know, pain, chronic pain, things like that, uh, injuries. No, no, definitely. Uh, you know, a lot of the guys result to what's, what's provided, and the only thing that's provided is you have your over-the-counter medications, your Advil, Tylen- uh, ibuprofen, um, and you have your prescription, you know, painkillers, and, you know, you have the shots. So pretty much... You know, as a professional athlete, as a collegiate athlete, you're you're really you're not given much you know many options when pertaining to you know your the medicine the, the sports medicine side. It's pretty much what they offer, and what they offer is you know big pharma. So that's pretty much the route everybody go um, for the most part, unless you're a rebel like me, um, and you know you, you go to the, go to the left. But for me, you know, I, I came out on the side of I'm able to talk to you, you know. I never was drug tested, never failed a drug test, graduated, wasn't kicked out of school, but I was high at every social gathering game uh, except for one, but nobody knew because I had a 3.5 GPA. Uh, I was good on the field, um, so nobody really had, you know, any 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 doubt or question, you know, what, what is he doing? So, um, you know, for me, you know, I went, I went that route, but a lot of guys, they end up getting kicked out of school you know, because, you know, they, they, they partake in cannabis and it is a banned substance. So, you know, with motives, what we try to promote is CBD, you know, because the the World Anti-Doping Agency removes CBD from the banned substance list. Um, so that allows, you know, athletes to partake. But, you know, because of the CBD space is so unregulated right now, it's kind of, the, you know, it's kind of hard for um, a university an athlete to rely on a product that's consistent enough um, so they don't have to, you know, 
uh, uh, be in fear of testing positive for drug tests. So that, that's a, a, a huge issue right now. Um, there are some companies out there that, you know, have, you know, the credibility, but it's still, you know, talking to the heads of the NCAA and, and high school organizations uh, to convince them to, you know, implement it, implement this in their sports medicine programs. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, and we've, we've been seeing that lately. We were just at a hemp um, expo and they were talking about that. You know, there's so many different variables in these CBD products. You don't even right. actually know what you're consuming. And right. like for people, you know, they, they are going to be drug tested. And what if, you know, it does have, you know, a trace of THC right. in it that's too high for the test. Now they're testing positive, you know, exactly. they're losing everything. Their scholarships and schooling and their careers. And right. it's crazy over a plant. Do over a plant, yeah. <laughs> when at the same time, like you like you mentioned earlier, there's other compounds or prescription drugs or something. There's shots they're giving you that, in the long run, are probably gonna be worse for you than this plant compound is gonna be, right. whether Definitely. that's CBD or even you know THC in it. Right. Uh, I think they both have benefits, and I think science has shown numerous times that there's benefits to it. I think now, like you said, it's just having those conversations to essentially break down the stigma that's been attached to it. Right. Exactly. And, and that's the main thing. Uh, about three weeks ago, uh, me and my team, we went to a, uh, a high school meeting here in Seminole, well, in, in Central Florida, so it's Seminole County. And we talked to all the athletic directors in the area. It was about eight athletic directors, um, all predominantly white male. And, you know, when we started discussing the topic, you know, a lot of people just looked at us like, what? <laughs> but, you know, as we as as I explain more and more, you know, what we're trying to do and the benefits and, you know, the legalities behind it, you know, the, the, the 2018 farm bill legalizing industrial hemp, um, just a, a lot of the legalities explaining that to them. And, you know, they, they're more open to, to having more conversations um, about implementing industrial hemp uh, when pertaining to sublingual oils uh, into the, you know, the high school space here. Um, but. You know, it, it's definitely something that, like you said, it's benefits on both sides. Um, but for me, you know, I, I like to tell people before games, it was more so of like a common aid. Um, I have bad anxiety and, you know, I believe it stems from, you know, being under, under pressure as an athlete, um, you know, having to get, you know, that, that first down or catch, you know, catch that ball. Um, so, you know, for me before the game, you know, taking, uh, you know, my edible, uh, that helped calm me, and, 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 and when I ingested, it was only five milligrams. You know, I never overdid it because me knowing I, I just need enough to get going and get him, you know, uh, and get in my state, you know, so I'm I'm stable and, and ready to go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's, I mean, there's a ton of research now that's being pumped out there, and, and forgive me because I don't have an exact uh, study to quote, but right. that uh, using cannabis before any kind of like strenuous exercise actually helps your post-workout or post, you know, activity recovery greatly right. because it right. helps to basically like uh, to control and kind of kind of diminish inflammation that happens during your during your workout. Exactly. So Lucy and I will go to the gym every day and we use cannabis every day and before the gym and I think it's wonderful. I mean, I come back and I'm hardly ever like sore. You know, I get a good stretch in and you, know, you show up at the gym or to your activity and you feel a lot looser. Like you said, right. your mind's not clear. You're not focused on the pregame jitters, things like that. Right. I mean, that ties into like chemo patients using cannabis for nausea. I mean, if you're exactly. nervous before a game or nervous before a speech, it's going to have the same effects. It's, you know, fixing that nausea. So exactly. I think like what you're saying, I mean, there's totally some science to back it up and there's totally some anecdotal evidence of people using it and showing living proof that this is what's happening with it. 
Right, right, definitely. Well, and especially what you were saying about some of those drugs that they're taking. I mean, like, if they're letting you be Superman, essentially, like, you just got severely injured, and now you can just right. run and score a touchdown. Like, that can't be good for your body. Right, and, no, definitely. And, and I, and I felt, felt it on the ride back, you know. Oh, I'm sure. You had a flight back. You got to imagine sitting in, you know, those seats on, on the airplane. Um, we flew from, you know, um, Austin back to Colorado. Um, so it was a it was a long it was a long flight. So you know when I got up and stood up on it, I was like, whoa, you know that that medication wore off. And oh, I I'm sure. Every bit of it. So <laughs> it it definitely you know whatever I did um, prior to you know uh, taking the shot, you know I could have like you said I could have damaged it more. And, and I don't know because I didn't get an MRI prior to right. you know taking the shot. So. I'm not sure what I did to it after going back out there, but like I say, for me and for a lot of guys who, you know, it's the, you know that's, that sport is everything to them, you know, however and whatever they can do to, to stay on the field and, and continue to, you know, not only help the team but help themselves, they're going to do it. Yeah, absolutely. Especially yeah. like with the NFL and people getting paid so much, like they're, everything exactly. is on the line. It's like you just maybe, you know, whatever you – pulled something and you got to go back out there you have no choice and it's like what's going to happen to your body in a couple of years you know where you get addicted to these prescription pills where are you going to be in five ten years i mean right there's so many more issues that are compounded down the road that like we're not even realizing yeah exactly exactly so how are you uh are you seeing like the tide shift a little bit down in your area are you seeing that you having conversations with with these folks and kind of approaching it from an, like a side of having that experience yourself is that helping to open the doors and, and change their change their viewpoint definitely um just being what you know what i've done thus far you know um you know, i first came out openly in the industry in 2016 but prior to that i was active in the industry but just my credibility and you know what i bring like i say i've never promoted athletes to smoke current athletes are always promoted you know to utilize cbd just going about it the right way um because it is a lifestyle but it, it's a lifestyle that everybody can uh partake in and, and, and take advantage of but like i say it, it's different strokes for different folks so to say um you don't have to smoke the plant to take you know to to, to get the benefits and so that's what you know that's my biggest thing like you say is changing that stigma um, you know, because a lot of a lot of the athletes who uh, support the movement for you know cannabinoids and sports, um, a lot of you, you'll see a lot of them smoking, uh, you know, uh, on, on camera, you know, um, and if you're trying to really make a change, you know, the NFL, there's no uh, professional league or collegiate league that's gonna support you know, that type of uh, consumption exactly. of the plant. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, if you really want to make a change, you know, you got to, you know, innovate, you know, mm-hmm. oils. It, 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 it's a game of the oils. That, that's the quickest way to implement the plant into sports. And, and that's what I'm after. Because for me, it's not about me. It's about changing the game for generations to come. So the quickest way we can implement the plant, you know, for athletes to take advantage and find a way to combat, you know, traumatic brain injuries and the opioid epidemic within sports um, that's that's the movement for me, and, and that's what I'm behind. Yeah. So when you you say using oils, like what what is it that people are going to be using tinctures and like tinctures? Cool. And so how do you feel like that helps? Uh, I mean, 
it, it, it it's not as uh as effective not, I'm not gonna say as effective but it's not it doesn't affect the body as fast as you know smoking does um but sublingually it's you know one of the, ne the the next you know fastest way to to get an effect as far as um on the body so and, and then the stigma associate with associated with just putting the oil under your tongue um it, it's it's you know less way less stigma negative stigma stigma associated you know than smoking mm -hmm. um and then you have the topical creams athletes can definitely benefit from the topical creams you know from an inflammation standpoint nicks and bruises um, you know, right now you'll go in a, in, a, in any training room and you'll see the Flexol, you know, which is your topical cream right now in the, in the, in the sports industry. So implementing a, a topical uh, cream is a no-brainer yeah. uh, for that realm as well. So I'm, I think the oils and, and the, the topical creams is, is what we should be focused on as far, you know, when, when talking about the sports world and, and implementing, um, you know, CBD. Absolutely. We have a friend who is has a CBD protein company, and they're okay. actually talking to some larger companies or colleges about you know implementing in their programs. And so that would be huge, you know, to like have right. CBD <laughs> protein, you know, for athletes. Right. Exactly. And that's, yeah, like, that's a great way. Yeah, because that's what it is. I mean, at the end of the day, it's like a supplement to like your lifestyle. It's not. It's not necessarily that you're even like taking a drug. It's right. like taking vitamin C, you're taking calcium for healthy bones and or thing, you know, along it's totally along those lines or like you're already slapping on the biofreeze and, <laughs> and the icy hot like you mentioned, you know, there's no different besides just supplementing some plant-based medicine or cannabinoids into the same compound for some exactly, you know, actually targeted relief. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and I think there I mean, personally I think it's a lot more effective than icy hot because Icy Hot just has that nice little menthol like numbing stuff and at least the exactly. cannabis has some has some like cell penetrating goodness that's going on with with your cells and, and the cannabinoids so there's some actual right. some synergy going on there yeah <laughs> right definitely definitely nice well cool let's um switch gears a little bit and talk about canna endorsers maybe explain to us what that's all about yeah definitely so uh canon <clears throat> canna endorsers is our uh, consultant uh, social media influencer marketing firm. Um, so basically what we do, we focus on, you know, cannabis companies. Uh, it doesn't have to be a dispensary. It can be an ancillary, you know, just in, in the cannabis space. Um, and what we do, like I say, I'm, I'm focused more on the sports side. So, you know, I kind of help, you know, companies bring on board uh, athletes, former current athletes that's looking to get in the industry um, and, and, and implementing them in a strategic way so that, you know, the company benefits. Uh, so that's kind of what we do, you know, combining the two together, the consulting with, with the influencers. Um, and like I said, we're, we're working with uh, Knox Medical here in Florida. They're now known as Fluent. They just did a, a branding change. They're a Florida dispensary. Um, so we're, we're helping them, you know, get things tightened up on, on the sports side, um, you know, to, to get things going on that side. So that's pretty much what we do with Canon Endorsers, um, you know, the – the, the consultant, you know, consulting in the industry is, is fun and it's, it's, it's nonstop just because we're a growing industry. You got new co new companies, you know, new people want to, you know, get in the industry every day. So it, it provides a lot of opportunity for, you know, not only us, but, you know, a, a lot of others that have similar uh, models to mm -hmm. thrive in the space. Yeah. So how is the influencer marketing going? That's like the, the hottest thing on the block for, for the cannabis industry and everybody else, I think. Right, yeah, no, it, it's hot right now. 
you know, when we first, when I first started pitching that to companies back in 2016, nobody would bite <laughs> just because nobody would bite because, you know, it was other things people were trying to figure out, you know, um, yeah. so that was just too far ahead. Um, now, now, like you say, they, they figured that, you know, what they were trying to figure out then. So now they're on to the influencer marketing. So everybody's looking for an influencer, um, trying to, you know, figure out how they can implement them in their marketing strategy, you know, to, you know, brand awareness, yeah. um, brand expansion. You know, that's what it's about. Um, we know social media is huge uh, today. That's 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 pretty much a lot of people's business. Um, so, you know, being, uh, being, you know, having thousands, hundreds of thousands of followers, you know, it, 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 it shows a lot of interest, um, when, when, when talking to, you know, various companies in the space. Yeah. Yeah. And I think you, I think we talked about already, like the stigma that's attached to it. I think going out and finding these individuals who are, you know, partaking in things and using, using cannabis in their lifestyle and then showcasing it back in a fashion to their followers is like the the best way I think that anybody could ever go about right. breaking down that stigma and at the same time like showing new users all the different products that are out there that are not just smoking weed you know that are like the right. salves and the creams and the topicals and the tinctures and right. And I think that's it's like unfounded I think I think we'll even look back in 10 years and be like what was the defining point of cannabis and what was what was it that helped to like flip the tides and change public opinion and I think it's going to be the influence of marketing that a lot of these people yeah stepped out of the weeds like yourself that said hey right. i've been doing this for the x amount of time and i'm not a stoner i'm not a bad person i had a great right. gpa there i've like a right. take care of my shit like i'm on top of it but i use cannabis right. what's wrong with that or right. maybe, i think we'll see more professional athletes step out beyond michael phelps and you know tiger woods and all these other ones and say that hey yeah i've been right. using cannabis too this whole time and i use topical right. creams and there's nothing wrong with it right and okay. i think that's all going to be from influence and marketing so Right, I agree, thousand percent. Everybody looks up to influencers. Um, it's crazy because uh, Willis McGahee is one of my clients, nice. and yeah, uh, we went down to to Knox Medical and introduced him to the team. And uh, one of the the COO, his I don't know, it was his 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 wife or she's she's akin to him. She's relatives to him some some type of way, but her mother, she's like eighty. Uh, she knew Willis. She was calling up, uh, you know, I want, I want to talk to Willis. Let me talk to Willis. And it, it, it just, it made me think like Willis is in his thirties, you know, she's 80. So it's like, you know, influencers really influence, you know, no matter your age, um, you definitely can can have influence uh, on an individual. And, and that moment made me realize that, um, it was, it was pretty, it was pretty neat. And maybe you can even get her on cannabis, which would even be better. Like if we get the elderly on board. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, I I think that in my opinion, I think the elderly are are, are already on board. Um, <laughs> I, I honestly do that, but they like you know the low THC CBD mm -hmm. products for sure. Mm -hmm. But that demographic is definitely definitely uh, joining joining the wave for sure. You know, like everybody else, they're tired of the opioids. Mm -hmm. um, you know, people tired of feeling fogged and. You know, they're scared of the long-term effects. Um, you know, the more and more, like I say, the more and more we educate and bring it to the mainstream, uh, the more and more, you know, more and more people will, will buy in, and it'll become a normality, just like everything else uh, in this world. Yeah. 
And it's definitely moving that way. I mean, we gave my grandma tea, or, uh, cream for Easter and like she was all low key putting it in her purse. But she was right. like, yeah, my friend takes, you know, edibles at night and right. I'm just going to take this cream. And like she didn't want right. to talk about it, but she took it. And like right. after, you know, years, I'd given her some cream like three years ago and was trying to pull the labels off and like right. try to give her this unnamed thing like, oh, just right. take it. And right. it's like, thank God now it's like to the point where it's like, okay, here, this is what this is and this helps you. And so exactly. that's great. <laughs> yeah. Like that's what we need. Right. So. No, definitely. That's what we need for yeah. sure. And I don't think anybody's asking for anything crazy. Like, like Trey said, we're just wanting to normalize it and just make it normal. This right. is like a normal part right. of everybody's life right. already. Right. It's like it shouldn't be demonized or stigmatized or even you know we were at a concert for 420 and we're sitting in the corner like hiding our joint like not even able to smoke but then you're sitting here watching everybody down in beers and it's like how right. is this right. fair yeah. like, it's right. so strange i'm like we're chilling we're gonna we'll be sober by the time that we drive home we're not gonna be shit-faced or drunk or anything right. like that like we're totally fine and right. we ended up leaving early because everybody was all drunk and starting to act a fool. And we were like, we just need to get out of here. We just need to go home and smoke weed. Yeah. But then so- we're the ones that are like stigmatized at the 420 concert because we're smoking cannabis. Right. It was... it's, it's, yeah, exactly. We got it's work to do still. <laughs> no, definitely. And, 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 and you, you guys are based in Colorado. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we were at Red Rock. More open. Yeah. Oh, yeah, at Red Rock. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. That's so funny. There's still work to do, man. <laughs> So maybe do you want to give some advice for some entrepreneurs looking to enter the industry or just start their own business in general? Like, what's it like? Oh, I mean, for for me, um, being that I had to learn everything, I mean, business in itself, being an athlete all my life, 16 years, I never focused, never focused on anything but sports. I knew I was going to go to the NFL um, and, you know, I walked away my senior year. Still, you know, it's still a question in my head because I know I could do it. Um, but for me, it's, I want to change the game. But um, you know, not knowing the business side, not knowing business, you know, it it, it took me a lot of stumbles. You know, I, I learned a lot of lessons from making mistakes. Um, so the main thing is, you know, don't be afraid. I mean, in my opinion, um, so that, that was my main thing. Once I got over the fear of making mistakes. Because that was my biggest thing in football. I never liked to make mistakes because you know, mistakes would get you on the bench. So, But be, that was something I did all my life. But if you, you're trying to become an entrepreneur and it's something new to you, you can't be afraid to make those mistakes because that's where you learn, especially if you don't have a mentor or somebody you trust uh, to, you know, to guide you through. That's great advice. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> that's something that I feel like we're always trying to like preach and like bring out and that's not talked about enough is just that alone to see how I make mistakes. And right. too, I think I think what you've learned from mistakes is even more valuable than, you know, if you hit it perfect every single time, like, I don't know if you're really going to learn much or exactly. learn adversity or any of that. I don't know. Because right. at some point it's all going to catch up and you're going to have a tough day and a tough time starting the biz or doing something. Yep. So yep. you got to have that discipline. Yeah. You have to. You have to have uh, uh, discipline and consistency. You know, I've those same athletic directors that I sat down with, you know, about three weeks ago, all of them dodged me. Um, I reached out to all of them, you know, one by one. One of them was even a coach of mine. He coached me in high school. And, uh, you know, I had his personal number. And, you know, I hit him up and, you know, casual conversation. And then I dropped a bomb on him and he never takes back. You know, <laughs> oh, I, 
had never heard from him. So when I walked in the room, he looked like, you know, I'm like, yeah, I'm here. I had to end up going through the superintendent and um, uh, Dr. Griffin to get the meeting. But persistency, you know, uh, I hit them up every day for seven days, uh, even on Sunday. I wanted you to see that email Monday morning, Uh, you know, so just even if you feel like you're aggravating the person in business, I'd rather for a person to tell me yes or no mm-hmm. than me not to know at all. So that's the, you know, like you say, uh, make mistakes and definitely uh, consistency and being persistent for sure. That's what helped me get where I'm where I'm at today. That's Seriously, awesome. yeah, and I think those are like foundational things that, that are great for anybody out there doing anything. Truly, not yet. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Whether you're whether you're back there, you know, still grinding on the football field mm-hmm. or anything, what you're doing or starting a cannabis business. Seriously, some like great words of advice to to hone in on. Yeah, I love it. Well, and I love your story. I think it's very inspiring. You know, I, I think it's cool that you were a football player your whole life and like you were right. on a one track mind, like you were going to the NFL and like now you're not. Mm-hmm. And like that has to be kind of tough to grasp at the same point. But you're also, right. you know, pursuing another passion of yours. So maybe this is like your next stage in life. So I think right. it's important to show people you could pivot too. you know, like you might have done one thing forever, but you also have other passions and you now you're pursuing those. So kudos to you. Right. Right. And I think Thank it's a so good, good, good thing to be working on right now, especially with the athletes. Seriously, right. yeah. yeah. And I think there's a number of ways that, that cannabis and, and athletes can go together. And I think it, like, it, all that needs to be had, though, is that conversation, that initial, initial conversation. And like you're the one that's out there doing it. And you're the one that's out there pounding on the doors and having those hard conversations with admin that probably doesn't really want to have the conversation. But it's going to have to happen at some point. And you're doing yeah. it. And so... I think that's another thing. In 10 years, you'll look back and that's where it's all going to be started from is from you and your efforts and everybody around you and the network that you build and the people you inspire, right. and, you know, the 80 year old ladies that come on board because they see your influencers out there hustling, right. you know, telling them and educating about their products, things like that. Like right. somebody has to do it. So Somebody has to. Yeah. Um, yeah another situation, uh, David Magley. Uh, he was the commissioner of the the National Canadian Basketball League. He came to the, the States and started his own league called the North American Premier Basketball League. They're now the TBL, the professional league. They're minor. Um, and, you know, I, I was scrolling through Instagram one day and I, I seen a sponsor, you know, uh, ad. It was about the league. And I'm, the first thing I think of is, wait, you know, new league, new policies, Mm-hmm. Let, me, let, me, let me see what their take is on CBD. So, like I say, persistent. I hit the guy up every day for seven days. That's like my golden thing. You know? <laughs> seven days straight. I'm gonna hit. I'm gonna hit you up. Uh, Instagram, uh, email, however I can get to you. I'm gonna hit you up. And he finally reached back out to me, and I got him on the call. He's the owner of the league, and I convinced him to implement CBD into his league. He was the first league to openly uh, affiliate CBD into their league. Um, after that, the big three did the CBD gig. Um, so definitely, you know, just having those conversations that you know people think that's not possible. You know, I'm I'm that in, I'm a rebel. So for me, like I I really don't care. I can talk to anybody uh, about the subject. You know, and I tell people from the beginning, I'm not here to convince you. 
He's here to educate you and, and open your mind. You know, you can, you, you can, you're still entitled to your opinion and, and you know how you want to believe and, and go go throughout life. But it's definitely worth you know listening to um, because it, it can be beneficial for for everybody involved. Truly, yeah, my oh, man, great. you are breaking down barriers. <laughs> <laughs> it's so awesome. I, love I know. It. Yeah, I wish I wish I had that like drive to like hustle people right i get like, like scared we, we are talking i'm already thinking of like a list of people that i can do that with and right? be like maybe i can try yeah like i need to try a little bit harder <laughs> you've already inspired me man I yeah me it. too like i'm like we gotta go do some stuff when we get off this call <laughs> yeah i can start sending some emails well thank you like seriously i think yeah. you're doing a great job i can't say any more great things about you i think you're a trailblazer in the industry i think it's dope you're a csu alum so we are friends either way and yeah keep doing what you're doing it's it's really awesome i really appreciate it like i say i appreciate the opportunity lucy jared um it's an opportunity love getting on different outlets and, and sharing my story and like you say inspiring people um so i really appreciate it uh much uh, luck to you guys and your endeavors um, definitely any way we can help. I'm all about synergy and connecting. Like I say, it's a lot of opportunities out there for everybody. I'm a, I'm a connector. Um, I connect people all the time. And, and for me, that's what it's about, connecting connecting dots and, and giving opportunities to everybody. So definitely, if we ever can connect on, on something different outside of the podcast, uh, we'd definitely love to, to talk about it um, in, in the future. Absolutely, man. And we will do that. And and how can our listeners find you if they want to connect with you? Oh, definitely. Uh, Instagram, uh, Twitter, Facebook, at Treyus Geralds. Um, I changed, you know, I changed my at name to my name, make it a little <laughs> bit more easier for people to assess, uh, to assess it. And um, I got a website, TreyusGeralds.com. Uh, you can go on there and kind of see the, see our brands. Um, you know, uh, look at you know news feed about me and things like that. So. Um, definitely cool for sure well all right well we will send people to your website and stuff when the, hit them up peeps the <laughs> check them out is up. yes <laughs> all right trace with that i'm lit i'm lucid and that's it laters we have known steve for over a year now and find his products to be one of the most reputable sources of cbd and other cannabis products on the market with so many imitation oils being sold online it's important to source products from companies you trust Steve's Goods is that company. Steve's Goods is an award-winning Colorado-based CBD company offering organic and locally sourced products at unbeatable prices. Visit www.stevesgoods.com and enter promo code LIT and LUCID for 10% off your next order. Go check them out. This episode of the LIT and LUCID podcast is produced in partnership with YooHoo Brand. Yuhu Brand is an industry-leading digital marketing and business development agency in Denver, Colorado. Yuhu Brand specializes in social media management, website development, influencer marketing, and content creation, along with a host of supporting services to complement your marketing strategy. Yuhu Brand, building businesses the right way. If you're interested in learning more, hit us up at hello at or reach out to Jared and Lucy directly on the show.